Hello, good people, and welcome to Movie Reviews and 20 Qs. Although this week it's not Movie Reviews and 20 Qs, it's a mini-sode, so we're only going to do 10 questions. I am your co-host, Sam Hurley, and I am joined, as always, by my noob in arms, Stacey. How are you, Stacey? I'm good, thanks, Sam. Happy to be here. Awesome. I'm doing great, too. Thanks for asking. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, guys, we're just going to get straight into it, do a quick review of Wonder Woman, because we couldn't convince any of our friends to come and watch it with us, could we? No, we couldn't, but that's their loss. Oh, so straight into it. Based on that then, Stacey, what was your review of the movie out of 10,000? I'm going to go 8,892. That's a really good review from you, considering that we went and watched Suicide Squad last year, which is also set in the DCEU, and you absolutely hated it. Has this redeemed it for you? Absolutely. This is not in the same universe as Suicide Squad. (laughs) In any way, shape or form. Yes, I understand the comics are related, but the quality and the level of this movie, completely different. No, that's an understatement. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead of you and go 9,012. I really enjoyed this movie. I think I might have rated it higher than Logan there. Oh, well. Whoa. Hit us with the other ratings. Okay, so IMDb gave this 8.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 92%. And Metacritic, 76%. Pretty high scores. Pretty good reviews there for Wonder Woman. And as for the plot of the movie, well, I'm sure you're going to guess that there's a woman in it and she's wonderful. But <laughs> Yep, <laughs> but, that but sums it up. It sums it up, basically. So I'm going to read you out the plot from IMDb. Before she was Wonder Woman, she was Diana, princess of the Amazons, trained to be an unconquerable warrior. Raised on a sheltered island paradise, Diana meets an American pilot who tells her about the massive conflict that's raging in the outside world. As we know it, World War I. Convinced that she can stop the threat, Diana leaves her home for the first time, fighting alongside men in the war to end all wars. She finally discovers her full powers and her true destiny. Cool, so as I said, we're going to get straight into this. Question, Stacey, hit us with your first one. Okay, so the beautiful island paradise known as Thermoscara is surrounded by an amazing force field put in place by Ares. How has nobody ever found Thermoscara before? This was an accidental discovery, but I reckon somebody once or twice before, and those motherfucking Amazon warriors have killed them. Oh yeah. They are brutal. They are pretty kick-ass, and really, that's all they do all day, is train to fight. Hell yeah, you'd hate to be the poor sucker that stumbles across these ladies. Yeah. So that's your answer as well? (laughs) (laughs) You've got an answer? I'm going to agree with your answer, but I'm also going to put something else in there. This is the second movie in the last six months we've seen that revolves around an island surrounded in some kind of barrier or force field to the outside world, which is why it's undiscovered. Oh, like La La Land. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big bubble that we're about to prick. (laughs) No, I was thinking of Kong, Skull Island. That was another island that humans couldn't discover. Yet they did fly helicopters straight in there. And these guys just rode their boats in there and flew in there Mm. in their planes. So actually, I've got no idea why it's never been found before. Maybe because humans are idiots. Oh yeah, that's a fair (laughs) assumption. Okay, so my first question. Who would win in a fight? Let's answer the nerd debate once and for all. Who would win in a fight? Gloves are off, Wonder Woman and Superman. Easy, Wonder Woman. And why? Because she kicks ass and she's got way more cool weapons. Superman, what does he do? He just flies around. And he's got heat vision and cold breath (laughs) and super speed and strength. Yeah, well, I'm not a nerd. I don't know that stuff. But what I do know is that Wonder Woman has trained her entire life for this. Yeah. And she's got the tools to do so. 
Nerd answer. Uh, Superman has sometimes been bad in the comics. He's been taken over mentally by someone else and he's lost to her. She's taken him down with her lasso of truth and all her other weaponry. So yeah, I'm going to go with one woman as well. Okay, your next question says. Okay, so we were slightly dubious about the casting of Chris Pine and how much we liked him in this role as Steve Trevor. However, he did a decent job. But I'd like to know, uh, who would you recast Chris Pine's character with? Well, Steve Trevor in the comics is a blondie. Good looking man. So I'm going to go with Ryan Gosling. We're yet to see Ryan Gosling in a uh, comic book movie. And I think this could have been the best one for him. Yeah, I agree. He would have fit right in there. I'm going to go slightly different. Someone who we actually did see in Kong Skull Island. Tom You're insane. You can't put Loki as Steve Trevor. You can't do that to the DC and the Marvel fans. You can't take iconic characters and mix them up like that. Why not? It's never been done. Well, actually, it has a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, and I Ryan Reynolds know. has played Deadpool and Green Lantern. Really? Um, Josh Boland's played Thanos, and now he's going to play Cable. Yeah, it happens a bit. Can you hear the crickets over here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm getting so nerdy on this one. Cool, so my next question. Fermascara, populated entirely by women. What percentage of the population do you think is a lesbian? This is an interesting question because they seem quite pure of heart. You know, they're not human and they don't really know much about pleasure until she gets to the they, rest of They've got the that book that Earth. they've been reading. Yeah, they do. Sounds like a good book. <laughs> He was quite interested in hearing it. Yeah, so I don't know, actually. I'm going to go quite low because it just doesn't seem like something on the agenda. So what do you reckon as a percentage? Maybe five. Five percent? Yeah. See, I reckon it's a lot of lesbianism, but not by choice. It's lack of options. Diana's never seen a man before, but she knows she wants to sleep with him. Hmm, interesting. I think she was just more interested in seeing a different physical form to her. Okay, right, so... So Ares, the god... What is Ares the god of? War. Yeah, I was going to say that. (laughs) I just wanted to check. Ares, the god of war. So he basically protected, put them in a bubble and protected them from the nastiness of humankind. Zeus did that. What did Ares do? Ares was the god that went around killing all the other gods. Why are we talking about Ares? Because he was the one that apparently put war into people's hearts and that made them so corrupt. Oh, right. So Zeus was protecting the Amazonians from Ares and his idea about the evil in their hearts. Dear listeners, you did actually watch the movie. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we love you for your noobness. Okay. So anyway, my question is, did Ares have a point about humankind and how war-hungry they are? Uh, I'm going to go, yep. He seemed to think that all of humanity was doomed, whereas I just think it's a small percentage that typically turn out to be the ruling class. You know, they get into a position of control and power and they make other people go to war for them. It seems to be the way wars have been waged over the years. What about you? This is a short answer question. I'm just saying, yes, he did have a point. (laughs) Full stop. And what was his point in the movie? Oh, I'm getting deaf stared. Yeah. This is a short answer question, Sam. Right, move on. Move on, yeah. Okay, so Wonder Woman, great feminist icon in the movies, you know, basically says to young girls, you can be strong, powerful, and you don't have to put up with anything from any men. What do you think? Is there a better feminist icon out there in the movie world? No, I don't think there is. And until I saw this movie, no one would jump to mind. But this character was so well written, so well acted, and it was a really refreshing take on what a female can add to a role like this. Yeah, see, I'm going to go with the old classic. I'm going to go with Ripley out of Aliens. She's she's the one for me. Although Fair enough. Hard to go past Uma Furman and Kill Bill. And I actually was suspecting that you might have said her, but surprising. Yeah, no, I love Kill Bill and I love Uma Thurman in it. 
but I just feel that this character in particular, she's so pure of heart and she could easily come across as, you know, very naive and, oh, this is the right thing to do. We need to be nice and save the world. But she does it in such a way that is actually quite tough. And she's like, actually, screw you guys. I'm going to do the right thing. I don't yeah. care what you think. And it's, it's really well done. It is. It is very well done. Cool. On to your fourth question. Okay, so Wonder Woman has a range of awesome weapons um, at her disposal. What's another awesome weapon that you would give her? Why don't you answer this question first? Because I don't have an answer for it. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask which was your favourite because I think she's got enough weapons. If we started adding more, she'd be weighed down running around um, with all extra crap. Yeah. See, I, I quite like the lasso of truth. Yeah, and I love her, what do you call them, the cuffs oh, yeah, that she uses. Bracelets, yeah. And her ability to jump and her shield. Yeah, it's her shield. Yeah. See, I found it quite funny to mansplain or comicsplain or whatever the hell you want to call it during the movie to Stacey when they put the lasso on him and he started talking and I said to Stacey, I was like, that's the lasso of truth. And literally in that scene, the, he says, what the hell is happening to me? And they go, we've put in the lasso of truth on you and you have to now tell the truth. I don't know why I didn't have faith in the movie to explain that. But it's, it's coming from Suicide Squad and Batman vs Superman where I've got no faith in them explaining anything about any of the characters. Patty Jenkins, well done. Prove me wrong in this movie. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, well done. All right, Sam. Okay, so quick cue here. What kind of food would this movie be? Uh, this movie is really tasty and healthy takeaway food it's not a fast food it's not fatty at all actually there's no fat you couldn't oh, cut any fat out of this movie Just bounce coins <laughs> off Gal Gadot yeah <laughs> yes so I'm going with a really healthy paleo salad that's awesome. it <laughs> oh I've got an easy answer for this one she's Greek by origin and the war's being battled over in France so I'm going to go with the Greek version of a kebab called a euros and it's served with french fries done why the French fries? Because they're battling in France. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This is my final question. When Wonder Woman first travels to London with Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve. His, his personal assistant takes her shopping to get her some more appropriate attire for the time, which was the early 1900s. Yeah. They get her dressed up in a really large Victorian dress with lots of petticoats and high neckline and long sleeves and a coat and a hat and everything. And she's instantly outraged and she's wondering how on earth females that manage to fight with all this clothing on. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to suit her at all, but she needed to wear it to fit in. So what's one weird fashion item that would really interfere with your day-to-day -day life easy chastity belt <laughs> god knows how many fashion item it is in my world <laughs> i think they're highly fashionable i go to the toilet a lot and <laughs> chastity belt man taking that off and on every day to go to the toilet stuff that noise I'm going to go really off the wall here. A few years ago, Lady Gaga, when she first rose to fame, wore this famous dress made out of meat. Yeah. <laughs> now, that would really interfere with my day-to-day -day life, as in it wouldn't take very long for the meat to start going rancid and for flies to start flocking around and smell to be emanating from every pore. It would just be utterly revolting and that would prevent me going about my daily life i'd be revolted myself you smell rancid yeah you got to admit though well for me personally there'd be at least a day or two there where it'd be really useful i wouldn't have to go get my lunch or anything i'd just start chewing it myself <laughs> oh there's an image you can think of okay so final question here oh, i had to ask this one 
viewers at home or listeners at home, you can probably guess what my answer is going to be to this. But if you were a bit of an outcast, like she is, as we discover, and you are raised on an island that solely consists of nothing but Amazonian women, how would you pass your day? Would you train to become a warrior like her or... Would you become a scholar or what would you do? Well, if you were stuck on... Are you talking about if you were stuck on their island with yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah. So I would obviously have to start training immediately. Have you seen their bodies? You do not want to be lying on the beach in a bikini next to them. <laughs> no, with, with your normal, average, everyday kind of wobbly bits <laughs> hanging out. So, yep, I'd need to start training so that my body looked a bit better. As for what I'd do... I'd do whatever the hell they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> they probably tell you to get lost. They, what are you doing oh, here? Oh, <laughs> yeah, within seconds, I'd be like, see, this is why we are now 100% lesbian. <laughs> I'd probably put them off men altogether. I'm sure I'd be useful for something. But what, aside from being a training dummy that they use on the swords on or something? <laughs> cool, so that takes us to the end of our mini So Thanks for listening to this quick one. It's been good to have you. Been good to get you on on this new. Thank you for coming to the movies with me. Uh, it was a very exciting for both of us, wasn't it? Yes. In the it, was, end there. it was very exciting. Congrats to Patty Jenkins, uh, Stacey, who, as we've discussed, had absolutely no faith in the DC movie universe, turned to me before the movie started and said, Oh, fuck, I hope this is good. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I and, truly did. And on the way to the car, she said, Oh, babe, that was amazing. I'm so happy we went to that. So that's really, really good. That's my final thoughts on it. Have you got any final thoughts that you'd like to give? Well, I think you just gave my final thoughts <laughs> for me. <laughs> I think I think the other one too is holy shit that first battle scene we haven't mentioned that fucking unbelievable where the Amazonian woman fight the German guys that we discussed that accidentally show up on the island it's just impressive from start to finish it's impressive but that particular battle scene was the one that completely blew my socks off they blew your jandals off it blew my jandals off <laughs> it's good go and see it cool okay well thanks for me thank you Yeah. Stuff that, especially yeah. with your warehouse bladder. Um, My what warehouse bladder? Yeah. That's what your mum says. Okay. <laughs> She's got one too. <laughs>